The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently, we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat Good day, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers in the house, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution, not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live in the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible. As the authoritative word of God, glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsOfLibertyRadio.com and also SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of the radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, you can see the face that's made for radio. Head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com and there you're going to see two videos at the top of the page. One on the left side is Bradley's show from yesterday. So if you missed that and you want to catch that, you can do so up until 3 o'clock. On the right side of the page is where we're at. Click on the play button, blow it up on whatever device you've got. Look for the Rumble icon, bottom right-hand corner. Click on that, and you can join us in the chat on Rumble, where we got a lot of friends. Good morning, guys. Good to see you. Um, also, subscribe to the channel over there on Rumble. Sons of Liberty Radio Live is the channel. And then also, we're streaming live to beforeitsnews.com. Right up under where we're streaming live on sonsoflibertymedia.com is where you can sign up for our email newsletter. And uh, those goes out. those go out once a day. Sometime late afternoon, early evening is when you'll get those, and um, <clears throat> I'm sure you will appreciate that it, because it not only carries the, all the articles we have for the day, but the morning show archives in there. And I, I often get people who contact me, you know, various ways, and they go, "Okay, that thing, that document you had, or that video you had, can I get a copy of that?" All of that's right in there. All you got to do is go down, and there's even some extra stuff. I always you know, I collect videos out of the Telegram group or I run across a document or just it may not even be something that I necessarily agree all the stuff with. I find it interesting, though. Um, so sometimes I put some things up uh, that I'm not specifically in agreement, but I find them very interesting. I don't know more about them, so I put them up to see if there's somebody who can maybe add some light there in the comments and things of that nature. So all of that stuff kind of comes in the same uh, package, if you will. Uh, there at sonsoflibertymedia.com. And um, so, yeah, that's um, that's something that you can check out. Uh, let me get my, th I meant to open this up, my phone line here, and uh, make sure that we've got it muted so it doesn't blow my ears out or yours. If you want to call in during this, now I'm going to have a significant portion, about 26 minutes of an interview I did at the Red Pill Expo. Yes, I'm trying to milk all my interviews for what I can do. Some of you watch them live. Some of you have seen some that I put up uh, in some of the articles and things, but I, I am trying to 
uh, utilize all of the stuff that, that I, I gathered from the Red Pill Expo. So today I'm going to be playing one from there and then one that Kate did before Kate and Lee Merritt did just before um, I guess they left uh, for where they, wherever they were going. Um, but it was real interesting. If you guys remember, we had Dr. Kerry Midday on, when was this? Oh, January of 2022. So a year and a half ago, we had her on and uh, she was talking about get somebody got her a vial of the Pfizer BioNTech COVID-19 kids shot. Okay. And for those of you in the, in the video audience, if you didn't see that, and I'm, I'll have it linked up in the, uh, in the archives, but if you didn't see the list, it was like three pages of stuff. Okay, here's the here's the list that she provided. And I forget who did the, this was a biology substance scan. And I forget who did the scanning. Um, I don't I, I don't know the the uh, the company who actually did the scanning, but all of this stuff was found to be in the children's Pfizer BioNTech COVID-19 shot. Okay. And I want you to notice a couple of things. There's, I mean, there's a whole bunch of stuff that I don't even know what it is. Okay. Um, weaponized wart virus was found in this. Weaponized nano aerosol C was found in this. There are several weaponized hepatitis virus. AVM was found in this. A weaponized candida yeast. A weaponized microfungi. These are just a couple of the things that they just say weaponized. This doesn't include all this other stuff. Weaponized retrovirus. Weaponized fusarium. A weaponized candida microzemas, I guess is how you pronounce that. Uh, a weaponized trichosporon mildew. Weaponized. Now, this is in the shot. This is supposed to be the treatment. You know, so you don't transmit. Remember when they were telling us, well, you can't transmit this if you take the shot. Everybody's calling everybody else un-American and, uh, you know, plagues and all this other stuff because they wouldn't take their shot. Well, who's laughing now? Weaponized nanobots, weaponized nano mosquito tea. I bet that came from Bill Gates. Uh, weaponized typanosoma, a weaponized Bartonella, a weaponized spiroplasma. Okay. And then she had some other things that were here as well. This SIT, which was on the first page, uh, I, it seemed like they gave it. If I under, if I remember correctly, they were naming it something that had to do with Satan. And it was just, it was just right in your face. And it was up here. Uh, I think it was on the yeah. It's a defensive technology. Now all of this stuff came with the um, cooperation of the Defense Department. Does that sound like something you really want to put in your body? Just, I'm just asking. If it comes out of our defense department, do you really want to put that stuff in your body? Now, most of you are, are smart enough, more discerning, and, and such to where you didn't take the shot. Praise God for that. I'm, I'm really glad about that. But Dr. Merritt uh, and Kate did a, a quick little video here. And Dr. Merritt discovered something about these mRNA shots. Do you remember when, when we were talking about the mRNA shots and I said, okay, if they're having to store this at like 80, 80 degrees below zero, you know, do the pharmacies have things like this that they keep things that cold? And if they don't, 
what happens to it when it warms up? Or what, uh, what happens to it when it gets shot into your body at 98.6 degrees Fahrenheit? Well, what happens then? Is this going to be a bad thing? Well, it sounds like it. And uh, Dr. Lee had a little comment here. We're going to try to get her on the show next week, if we can, to get her to elaborate a little bit on this. And be sure to look for my, uh, look for because uh, I did record her and Kate's speech at the expo and her thing on the bloodlines of the people behind a lot of this things going around the world uh, is really second to none. It's really great. Uh, but this is a little update that they gave yesterday. Check this out. Dr. Lee Merritt here, and she is the medical rebel. And you know that messenger RNA? They're lying to you. Get this. Well, I just looked up the basic science of messenger RNA, and it's a family of bioactive molecules. But the half-life of mRNA in the absence of super cooling is three and a half minutes to 16 and a half hours, meaning you can't even get it out of the factory in that period of time. So the fact they let it sit on pharmacy shelves makes me suspicious that's not what's going on. Mmm. Mmm. The, the half-life is three, three and a half minutes to 16 and a half hours for Donald Trump's Operation Warp Speed democide shot for Americans. Do, do you get that? Do you understand? So whatever they're telling you about what's going on there, Dr. Mary has a question about what's really in there. You just saw the big list, and if you're listening by way of radio uh, radio, and you want to read that list, I'll have it up in the archives. You can read it for yourself of what Dr. Carrie Miday got um, as far as an examination of the frequencies of what's in that children's shot. Not an adult shot, but what's in it. I mean, goodness knows, they, they probably put more junk in it for the adults. Um, but it's absolutely incredible. So I had the privilege again, you know, we had Dr. Artis on. Um, some uh, April 2022. So it's just been a little over a year since we've had him on. And I did get to meet him at the expo. And you told me a, 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 a charismatic guy. Everywhere that guy went and he stopped to talk to somebody, there would be like, he was like a, almost like a field preacher in how the people just came there. It was, in, it was very interesting to watch. He'd have 12, 15, 20 people around by the end of what he was saying. And uh, so anyway, he was an interesting character. I asked him, I said, look, let's let's do a let's do a quick little interview like we were doing the other people. And all the other people were like, I don't know, 10 to 15, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> 10 to 15 minutes. Something in the back of my throat all of a sudden. <clears> throat> I know what happened there. Excuse me. Let me take a little drink. Okay, that is my collagen boost stuff and my vitamin C. Anyway, so I said, let's do 10 or 15 minutes. And he got in a kind of a preacher mode, <laughs> he got really animated, and uh, we did almost 30. So I'm going to play this because if you guys watched the documentary, um, Watch the Water, you know what his premise is. And... It, I just think this is, it really destroys the narrative of what the CDC presented as a respiratory virus because of, their, of what they were doing. Okay, not what they were saying, what they were doing. You know, the book of James, let me, before I, I play this, 
the book of James, and there is a there's a great, and I didn't even bring this up, so I'm gonna have to pull it up. There's a great lesson in the book of James, and now it's talking about faith, but I think there's an application we can use in this situation. And um <clears throat> James starts out this way in chapter two. He says, My brethren, have not the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory, with respect to persons. For if there come into your assembly a man with a gold ring in, in goodly apparel, and there come in also a, a poor man in vile raiment, and ye have respect to him that weareth the gay clothing, that's the proper term for gay, not the nonsense we hear today, and say unto him, Sit thou here in a good place, and say to the poor, Stand thou there, or sit here under my footstool. Are ye not then partial in yourselves, and are you become and are become judges of evil thoughts? Hearken, my brethren, excuse me, my, my beloved brethren, hath not God chosen the poor of this world, rich in faith, and heirs of the kingdom, which he hath promised to them that love him? But ye have despised the poor. Do not rich men oppress you and draw you before the judgment seats? Do not they blaspheme that worthy name by the which ye are called? If ye fulfill the royal law according to the scripture, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself, ye do well. But if ye have respect to persons, ye commit sin and are convinced of the law as transgressors. For whosoever shall keep the whole law and yet offend in one point, he is guilty of all. For he that said, Do not commit adultery, said also, Do not kill. Now if thou commit no adultery, yet if thou kill, thou art become a transgressor of the law. So speak ye, and so do, as they that shall be judged by the law of liberty. For he shall have judgment without mercy, that hath showed no mercy, and mercy rejoices against judgment. What did it profit, my brethren? Thou, though a man say, now pay attention here, pay attention to the see, uh, the saying, and what is seen. A man say he hath faith, and have not works. That's what you see. Can faith save him? If a brother or sister be naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you say to him, Depart in peace, be ye warmed and filled. Notwithstanding, ye give them not those things which are needful to the body. What doth it profit? See, they're, they're, they're using their mouth, but their actions are, are betraying what they're saying. Even so, faith, if it hath not works, is dead being alone. Yea, a man may say, Thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works. And I will show thee my faith by my works. See, there are those who believe in one God. He says that here. Thou believest that there is one God. Thou doest well. <laughs> so do the devils. What's the big deal? That's James' whole point. They also believe. They do a little more than most people who say they believe in God. They tremble. They tremble. But wilt thou, but wilt thou know, O vain man, that faith without works is dead. And then he goes on to talk about Abraham. Did Abraham have faith? Was he justified before he demonstrated works? Yep, he sure was. But eventually that came out. And that was Paul's argument back in the book of Romans. But now James brings it to the point where Abraham is called on to really see, to really demonstrate his faith when God tells him, go up there and offer your, your firstborn or you know, your firstborn to you and your wife, the, the child of promise. Go up there and offer him to me as a sacrifice. And what does Abraham do? Does Abraham sit here and wring his hands? Does he say, oh, I don't, I don't know. No, he goes in. The, and, and by the way, Isaac is 
is grown up at this point. And Isaac goes with him. And you say, well, how do you know he wasn't ringing his? Because if you go to the book of Hebrews, it tells you that. He, he could see beyond it, and he believed that if God was calling him to, to sacrifice his son, then what was he going to do? Raise him from the dead, because God had made a promise, and God does not lie. And so he goes on, and he points that out. Abraham, yes, he was justified by believing God early on, but he was also justified in what he did. In other words, the faith you couldn't see that he believed it was demonstrated in what he did. If you are a person who claims that you're a Christian and it's not demonstrated in what you do, you might want to examine yourself. That's, that's the whole point here. So with that said, the CDC said and said and said and said all this stuff that the shot was going to do. They've, they've said what, they, what the con bids are, never proved it, never proved it. And we've done several shows, articles, all that stuff. Okay, so I don't want to rehearse that. But Artis is out pointing out what, what's really going on. Okay, now you've heard from Kate and Dr. Merritt about the shot, that it's not what they're telling you it is. And we knew that all along. We really did know that all along. Um, and here's Artis. And uh, yeah, he... He gets a little animated here, but I think you'll enjoy this and it's very informative. Uh, check it out. Okay, we're here at the Red Pill Expo and I've got with me Dr. Brian Artis. Um, I, I think he, he got Did like, you hear L. Ron Hubbard speak today? Something like that. Was that you? <laughs> Impersonation? I think it came back. I think he had like the groupie section going on over there a minute ago. What, what, what? rock star. Yeah. So, Brian. <laughs> Sorry, we were but, talking about something before this. Happened. I didn't catch your talk, but what did you talk about? You didn't catch the talk? I didn't. Dude, I'm hitting all this other stuff up here. All right. Well, if you need to go back and watch I'm doing, it. I'm doing the, hard, the hardcore stuff. No, you're doing a great job. All right. So today's uh, <laughs> actual entire Red Pill presentation was how they have weaponized venoms mm -hmm. to create the COVID-19 pandemic and then what they are using through genetic engineering called plasmids, little circular DNA structures with venom proteins embedded in them inside the COVID-19 vaccines to make your body make the venom spike proteins. All the spike proteins of COVID you keep hearing about are actually venom proteins from snakes, cone snails in the ocean, and starfish venoms. And that was confirmed by multiple scientists around the world for the last three years, starting in January of 2020. So about a so year. So for all of the mockers out there, kind of want to just say yeah this was the, this was the most thorough presentation i've ever given to an audience which actually lays out perfectly for the layperson and medical professionals how it is that they have weaponized venom proteins from venomous creatures to create every symptom of covid and how that positively confirms every single long-term side effect of covid they call long hauler COVID. Also, every single vaccine injury reported after getting the COVID-19 vaccines are perfectly explained by every toxic side effect of venoms in the human body. And why is this not getting out more to people? Because there are some other people besides you that have said this, but, no. but why is this not getting out more to people? Well, 
the attempts to try to not talk about this or not look at it is, is being done by many medical professional scientists. They just want to dismiss it and not look at it. The mainstream media wants to redirect it, fact check it, spin it away from the narrative because it's the truth. But the lay people, the majority of them have gotten it. And that is very exciting. So that's been the most important thing for me. Now it is, I would really like as many medical professionals, scientists as possible, researchers, forensic toxicologists, the way I laid this out, to have them take a real look at the science and go, oh my God, there might be something here and whatever it is that is here that he's showing us. Do we have answers already in pharmaceuticals, nutraceuticals, or testing techniques to help confirm that's the cause? And then, oh my God, use the research and clinical application knowledge we've had for hundreds of thousands of years to help save these lives and improve those lives. Because so you haven't had anybody go and do that? No. Nobody. Only, only me continues to tell you what it is and then all the research that is published and has been applied in the real world that are the answers from nature to both remove snake venom peptides and venoms from all creatures, how to destroy them in the human body, how to eliminate them. And that's what I outlined here. And uh, we're also going to go into mega depth on this entire narrative of COVID to help as many people worldwide recover from their symptoms, which we've already been doing on our own with people all around the world. Now, there's a actual conference, if you want to know more about it, to help answer the reason why you're sick and afflicted still years later. All of it is answered with venoms, and there's nothing on the planet, any scientist, any medical doctor talking out there in the media whatsoever has given you an actual reason how this bioweapon works. It is not as much a bioweapon as it is a weaponizing of biology. They are weaponizing things found in nature, like venoms. Are venoms found in nature? Sure, in creatures all over the world. They're taking those venoms, weaponizing them into plasmids. Gene researchers are developing these over the last 72 years. When plasmids are introduced into a human body or into an animal or into E. coli or bacteria, which all of us have bacteria and fungi in our body. Those fungi and bacteria will take the plasmids into them and then spit out venom from the instruction in the plasmid. They are wow. learning how to weaponize the environment wow. externally and internally in your body. And they've done it masterfully, but they've been doing this for 72 years. It's the way they orchestrate pandemics. This whole pandemic of COVID-19 was actually an experiment to see how many people would fall for it. How many people would never see what it real was? And how much pain and suffering, disease and death can we create with this kind of weapon? And there's a reason why, oh, just so y'all know if you're wondering, you've ever heard the phrase mRNA vaccines for COVID? You keep hearing mRNA is in the shots and they're using this to inject inside of people and it's having these horrific outcomes of myocarditis, death, paralyzation, all that stuff. You've heard that, right? Anybody at home and medical professionals at home who have never, ever, 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 not even once been aware of this, including medical doctors here at Red Pill Expo, they walked up to me afterwards and went, oh my God, I didn't even know that it existed. We showed them. Go look up Google, even if you want to, type in plasmids and COVID-19 vaccine. No one's talking about those, but every single Pfizer shot, Moderna shot, Johnson & Johnson shot, AstraZeneca shot, all of them worldwide, they only used plasmids to make their vaccine. Interesting. Y'all have never even heard of it. You should go look at it. In fact, uh, you have a phone on you? Okay. There's a, there's a person watching this interview. I want you to type in 
your phone. You got to be ready now. Got to be ready. <laughs> All medical professionals at home watching this, or any person who's ever had a medical doctor you know of in your life, I want you to show them this article. Plasmids. 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 Yeah, I want you to type in plasmids. P-L-A-S-M-I-D-S. It's like the pyramids, but it's plas. Plasmids and COVID-19 vaccine. And give her a second to type in. Jeez, I am just, you know, this is all, uh, she was all, all nervous. Uh, what do we call this? Um, she was nervous that we just called her. She was just watching. AstraZeneca. <laughs> A-S-T-R-A-Z-E-N-E-C-A. And hit enter. And I want you to pull up the first article, most likely. Can, can we see? Okay, here we go. I want see it. Do we have and permission to, to look, look at your phone? phone? Do I have your permission? Okay, great. That was not the first bit. Like, watch this. I'm going to do this. We're going to start this over. Watch this. He's going to watch me. Right. Right. Just don't read it out loud. Hold on. Don't read it out loud. No. Nope. Just watch me type this in. That's not the same. Watch. In plasmids. I'm typing it right. In plasmids. In COVID-19. I know what it's going to say. Enter. It's going to say, Brian Artis has been fact-checked. And... Okay. All right. So. All of you medical professionals out there who are trying to explain how these vaccines are hurting people, they're putting plasmids in the COVID-19 vaccines. This guy's going to read the title of the articles for the company that received the first contract to make COVID-19 vaccines. Read the entire title. Cobra Biologics selected to manufacture plasmids for a clinical trial of in sales COVID-19 vaccine. What's the name of the company? Cobra Biologics. The company is called Cobra Biologics manufactures plasmids for COVID-19 vaccines. AstraZeneca shots, Pfizer shots. This is where they got their plasmids from this company. It's called Cobra Biologics. Would you like to ask yourself what they might manufacture? <laughs> Their names are Cobra Biologics. Do they say that they heal? They claim that they heal people. Right. They explain that, that they use what the weaponized part is, but they also use the thing before it's weaponized to produce a antidote, right? Right. So the spike proteins of COVID, anybody at home, just look it up. The spike proteins of COVID were found in April of 2020 by French scientists. Google France study 2020 April Cobra toxin. Nope. Cobra toxin and Bungarotoxin. B-U-N-G-A-R-O-T-I-X-N. Type that in. The research article will come up. Go into the study. In the study. French researchers in April 2020 ran the DNA of the spike proteins they call COVID. And they published out of the DNA databases, they ran the protein in. It populated, and I showed the whole world here in the Red Pill Expo today, that it was two things. Cobra toxin from the king cobra snake. And that little cone thing. And bungaro toxin oh. from the crate snake. Okay. The COVID-19 vaccines don't contain the virus of COVID. They only have spike proteins. These plasmids that they insert in the vaccine, the company that manufactured them is called Cobra Biologics. Since they were selected to be the plasmid manufacturing spike protein plasmid for COVID-19 vaccines, injecting you to make spike proteins, which were found to be Cobra toxins, 
Cobra Biologics has since been bought by a company called Charles River. You want to know who owns Charles River Pharmaceutical Charles Industries? River. A company called Venom Tech out of the UK. Nice. And they manufacture solely snake venom peptides okay. for pharmaceutical drugs and vaccines. So that leads into the next question. How does this go in with Mormonism? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, we've got the story. Mormonism? Yeah. I was just That's a hot topic. <laughs> no, we had the story come out where these experts over in the UK are now trying to say, we need 100 days to make a vaccine for the next pandemic. And the obvious question that I had was, okay, how do you make a vaccine for something that hasn't come out? Unless you know what they're going to dump out. So, I actually showed her the Red Pill Expo. In the IH paper, I showed it. To make the plasmids, to make the COVID-19 vaccines, they say they only need two weeks. Because they can make plasmids that fast in a laboratory. For any ever viral vaccine they want to create. And the plasmids contain the spike protein. The spike proteins were found to be venoms of two snakes. So What's let's up, Mickey Willis. Let's ask. Y'all better watch The Great Awakening, everybody. Yes. He's responsible. <laughs> See Edward Griffin's in there. He's the star. So, so with that said, let's go back just to the COVID thing. Are you in the depression? There was really. We had Dr. David Martin come out now, and he said, "There's no SARS-CoV-2." There is no. There is no virus. Yeah, finally. So, is it your impression they set up? They either used. The 5G rollout, and that was making people sick. They jumped off of that, blew it up for something else, and the pillar in the jam was we went to get the shot, and the shot's what's really making people sick. Was Very that's... true. Okay. But people did really die from COVID also. But COVID actually was never weaponized virus, gain of function virus. It was actually weaponized plasmids with venom from snakes embedded in it, and they circulated that into the world. And then you can ask me how they do that. How did they do that? They put it in the water, they put it in your food, they dropped it from the air. And they're all water soluble and can be delivered right through your intestines, right through your digestive tract. You can inhale them and get them into your lungs and anywhere in the body where bacteria lives. You know bacteria is yep. everywhere inside everywhere you? Everywhere inside. Bacteria is engineered to take the plasmids into them and the plasmid gives them the instruction to manufacture venom. And they just sit there and replicate venom inside your body. So Every what, day, all day. Until what would you, you recommend? Symptoms. Because I know what I'm doing. I'm using the chlorine dioxide. But what would you recommend for people to, I guess, prophylactically start off with? Yeah, that's a great question. So there's so many confusing recommendations in the world. So chlorine dioxide is wonderful. Chlorine dioxide is actually proven to actually destroy and inhibit Any the structure of venom proteins and viruses Interesting. in the body. But that's not the only thing. Did you know food-grade hydrogen peroxide will do it? I believe it would. Did you know that every cell in your body is a result of venom exposure in the body and a virus? The same thing. All the cells do, designed by God, is to make hydrogen peroxide to destroy the virus or the venom. Would you say, every case, would you take the hydrogen peroxide in lives? That's actually why it worked for COVID. If they inhaled it, but it didn't help everybody. Because it was never a respiratory virus to begin with. You actually swallowed it. Okay, pay attention, people. The CDC, since January of 2020, has been looking for COVID in only one place in every city in America as a predictor of an outbreak in your town. Your nose. No. They are only testing the wastewater in your city. So you're getting you're testing. You're pooping out the COVID. The and they're is. PCR testing your water. Next question. 
things that you inhale in your lungs? Does it get into your poop? No. This is the dumbest argument ever. You did not inhale COVID. CDC knows it. Every industrialized nation knows it. You're pooping it out. How do you get crap to turn into crap? It's not from inhaling it. You swallowed it, and it went into your stomach, into your bowels, and it made it into poop. And then you pooped it out in your toilet. You flushed the toilet. It goes into your wastewater. They're only looking there. If this was a air pathogen, this is not a joke. People on a plane, think about it. You got a plane full of people flying from Atlanta to the Red Pill Expo in Des Moines, Iowa. If they're looking to see, are we transmitting and carrying people infected with the respiratory pathogen, and they want to know, are they spreading COVID on the plane to each other or bringing it to Des Moines, Iowa for the Red Pill Expo? And when the plane lands and they let everybody off the plane and they want to know, oh, my God, did they bring COVID here? If it's a respiratory pathogen and the CDC experts go into the plane to look for a respiratory pathogen that everybody on the plane is exhaling, where would you look? as the scientist to see if there's a respiratory pathogen in the plane. Would the first place you look, maybe the air conditioning system, would it be to go look in the toilet and test the water? That would not be the first place. Hell no, dummies. (laughs) You would be pulling air filters that are designed to trap pathogens to look for a respiratory pathogen and not a damn country in the whole world has looked there. In any subway train, any airplane, any hotel, any school, any house? No. They only look in the wastewater. No, no, no. The government agencies of the world are only looking in your poop water. You're pooping out the virus. Why? Because you swallowed it. Okay, let me ask I'm something. Sorry. Let me, okay, it's hold just, on. No, no. It makes we're, a great headline. We're gonna fix. Okay, we're gonna fix this. Okay, okay. For all of you, okay, for all of you that are going, no, this is a respiratory virus. I may know it. Oh, really? Okay. Have you ever swallowed or inhaled food that you were chewing and it went into your lungs? Right. You inhale it. Start choking. Okay. Did the apple piece that went into your lungs eventually end up in your poop? <laughs> Did it somehow get there? No, dummies. I'm telling you, it's the dumbest narrative ever. There is no way you inhaled this into your lungs and it went into your poop and you pooped it out. You only get crap in your poop if you swallow it. There's no other way. Period. End of story. There isn't a single agency in the whole world who's looking for the virus in air filters. They're only looking for these proteins of virus in your poop water. You swallowed it. The next question is, how did they get it into your mouth to end up in your poop? Okay, there's only two ways this happened. Either all of you, while you were sleeping, someone snuck into your house, pulled down your pajamas, and stuck the virus up your butt, and you pooped it out the next day. Or you swallowed it in your mouth somewhere along the way, and it ended up in your poop. There are currently 1,600 wastewater poop sampling test sites in America right now. The CDC is looking for the poop in the poop. And as they, the poop is sent to the CDC in Atlanta, seven days later, they send the report back to that city and go, we confirm there's poop water with COVID in it. In your city, there's going to be an outbreak in the next week. That's what they've been saying. Okay, listen. If it came out of your poop and you all flushed it down the toilet in Philadelphia, how is it true? 
that the virus went through your digestive tract, ended up in the toilet, got shipped to the CDC. They actually examined it 10 days later. Now they're going to tell you you're going to have an outbreak of symptoms a week later. Really? Really? You already pooped it out, people in Philadelphia. <laughs> How do you know you're going to get sick in the next few days? This is the dumbest narrative ever. That is not what happened. No, no, it's not true. Remember, when you inhale little chunks of food you ate, you don't poop it out. It's going to come out. You're going to cough it out. It doesn't go from your lungs into your bowels. They lied to you. And now the narrative even gets dumber. Everybody needs to wear a mask because you're inhaling it. Really? Why are you only looking in the toilet for the evidence of COVID? That's interesting. That is interesting. I got to tell you. And every industrial nation in the world was checking wastewater. Nobody knew it until I came up with my Watch the Water documentary. I said, I uh, they're, look, wait they're watching my water. On this Why don't you watch it? <laughs> look, y'all keep away. calling it a respiratory virus all you want. It never was. Ever. Yeah, you I, I didn't believe swallowed it. it. I didn't believe it was. Oh, watch the water documentary. Go watch it. Okay. I, I want you to know something. This is the next narrative I want you to know. <clears throat> when they locked you when they locked you down at home in your house okay so there's this alpha variant they're getting scared everybody in the world's scared cdc's trying to figure out how to handle this so they decide nobody leave your home don't even go to work don't go to church you have to stay home because our recommendations of standing six feet apart and wearing a mask isn't working so now we don't want anybody breathing on each other you're just going to stay home lock your doors watch netflix use the toilet Okay, listen, follow me here. <laughs> this is a respiratory pathogen. During the lockdowns in the first year of the first summer of the pandemic, the worst outbreak of a variant of COVID is identified called Delta. You know, it's amazing. This is during the period of the lockdown when nobody is standing within six feet of each other. They're all in their houses, locked down, not able to leave. So I have a question for all of you. How did they spread Delta variant if we weren't all breathing on each other within six feet of each other and we were all isolated in each other's houses? So now I'd like to ask you, how did they get that into your body? So now I want to ask you, Red Pill Expo people, you're all convinced that the government agencies of the world were in on this. Most of you federal health agencies already knew the truth. Listen, people, they locked you in your house in your homes and you all supposedly got a respiratory virus in your home do you have hvac filtering systems in your home yes okay do we pay the government to deliver us air in our home do we pay the government to deliver into our home every day the food that we eat this is not a joke does the government show up to your house and go, hey, we got your check, here's your food? Do we physically go pick our own food? Sometimes. Yeah. All right. How did they get Delta into your house? There's only one damn thing we pay the government to deliver into our house. You. Every single one of you. Pay the government to deliver into your homes every single day only one thing human beings need to survive at all. We require air, water, and food. If the governments of the world were a part of this damn agenda, how do you think they created Delta when you're on lockdown and you all have air filtering systems in your home that supposedly filter pathogens? 
You shower, you bathe, you cook, and you drink the water you pay them to. And if you want to know where... And do you know the people that lived on wells had the least experiences being diagnosed with any COVID symptoms ever, period. Get out of the city. I've been saying it. Get out of the city. They did this through the water. And it's really funny. Most people are like, there's no way that happened. Oh, yes, it did. And now at the Healing for the Ages conference coming up in September, we're going to show you how they did it. They use plasmids that are water-soluble and all venoms they synthetically manufacture around the world. They publish are water-soluble. And when they add nanoparticles to them, they've all published this for the last 20 years. It increases how fast they can go through your skin at your hair follicles and every pore of your body. Seven times faster within seconds it gets into your bloodstream and has the same effect as if you got bit by the animal, stung by the animal, fangs in your body. All they needed to do, do you remember in the beginning of the panic of COVID, they locked you all down? And do you remember the bottled water shortages? All around the grocery stores of the world, they needed you to not have access to bottled water. So guess what you were drinking at home? That charcoal filtered water out of your refrigerator. Charcoal doesn't bind venom or plasmids. You guys all missed it. Got a little fluoride in there too. Oh, that. They're, they're okay. Listen. Tell us all the The government is already putting fluoride in your water, and we pay them to do that. Is fluoride a nutrient? No. It's a. Is, is fluoride a carcinogen? Causes cancer. Is it proven to cause neurotoxicity and Alzheimer's and dementia? Yes. We pay them to put that in our water. What about chlorine? What about glyphosate? That's already confirmed to be in all of our water. Glyphosate causes autism, ADHD, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's. Go read Stephanie Simmons' book, Toxic Legacy. It's in our water. We already pay them to give us poisons in our water. In the air, huh? Why aren't they looking at air filters? Ever. They're only looking in your poop in your water. Poop water. In the poop water. All right. So we got the poop water. Again, I can't wait to time you this one. I want to ask you about one thing that's different. And that is, you've been on this on this thing, and rightly so, uh, because your father-in-law, they, they how do I My say father-in-law it? was I, murdered in a hospital I, I, yeah, in the 90s. Yeah, thank you. I, that's what I was going to say. In February 2020. We had Scott Shara up here. Same thing. His daughter, Grace, 19 years old. Down syndrome. There's no doubt they targeted her because she had Down syndrome. Medical murder. How's things going with that? You're saying so many states. You've got a lot of people. Same thing kind of happened. How many states? How many lawsuits? Is there? So we have uh, two attorneys, Mike Hamilton and Dan Watkins. Dan Watkins specializes in medical malpractice for decades. Him and Mike Hamilton are actually working with... I think it's 30 families now in four different states with hospital lawsuits for, for medical malpractice. The families did not consent to remdesivir treatment or COVID-19 protocols. They were given legal documents notarized to not receive those treatments. They were promised they wouldn't. Their loved ones were still given remdesivir and they died. These are those families we're representing. The first lawsuit we kicked off in September of 2022 was in Fresno, California, three hospitals. We represented 16 families. We put these attorneys with these families. We are still waiting. That was the first one. We now have them in Michigan and in Texas. Still, not a single judge has awarded discovery to start getting documents from the hospital, demanding the hospital turn over all medical records. We still don't have the complete records. Is there a time that they're supposed to? I mean, is you know, they're going to continue to lag this beyond the statute of limitations time periods. There's got to be some statute of limitations. The attorneys are busy with that. I had to turn that over to attorneys and trust them to handle the judicial systems. That's not my yeah. wheelhouse as a chiropractor. 
So I am a researcher and scientist. I love just educating, warning, inspiring people. But we're putting them in place, hoping that they can help navigate those judicial waters. Pray for all of them. Scott Sherry has done a great job with his daughter who's amen, who has died. And if that, I really do think God's behind that family. And if they're able to get uh, set precedents for lawsuits with other hospitals, that one will set the stage for all the others. Brian Artis, thank you so much, man. We're going to have you back on the show, too. Absolutely. All right, there was. <laughs> yes, my face was hurting uh, from laughing, but there was a lot that was going on before that. Uh, and I, you know, I brought up the Mormonism thing because that was one of the discussions that was going on earlier. Anyway, uh, so Artis is bringing this out. Let me go just through a quick a couple of things, and then I want to hit several of these several scriptures. Uh, with regard to what's going on here, you're showing he's he's showing you basically what they did. We talked the 5G thing at the first. Then we talk about dumping the venom in here. Then we talk about having the stuff in the shots and all the other. I just want to give you a little recount. This is uh, Walensky, uh, the chick from the CDC who used to be the director over there. This is what she said about China's lockdowns in 2020. That. This is the lady over the CDC. Listen. Have you seen examples of this kind of focused protection work either, you know, other countries here in the United States at other times? Is this something that we know can work? I, well, that's actually my biggest challenge with it is I think that this is what Sweden tried to do. This was their plan. What we know from Sweden is that their their death rate, their per capita death well, there is is. 591 per million that rivals the United States at 593 per million to give you a sense of what lockdowns were able to do in other countries. And I mean, really strict lockdowns um, in China, their death rate is three per million. So when you look at what Sweden was trying to do and what they are trying to emulate in Sweden, it didn't work. They were unable to protect them. Okay. So either she's lying, which is, probably par for the course. I'll show you that in just a minute. Or the United States was the ones directly targeting their people and some other ones as well. Now she comes on again and she's claiming that it is essential for people to get the booster, right? Uh, the booster shot. Many Americans are under vaccinated, meaning they are not up to date on their COVID-19 vaccine. Not all people over the age of 50 have received their first booster dose. Of those who received their first booster dose, only 28% of those over 50 have received a second booster dose. And of those over the age of 65, only 34% have received their second booster dose. So my message right now is very simple. It's essential that these Americans, as Dr. Shaw said, get their second booster shot right away. Okay, so she's telling you get the booster shot, blah, 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 blah. It can stop transmission, all this stuff she said before. And then she'll come out later and she'll say, no, 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 it can't do that. All right, so <clears throat> then she said this. Now, the question I have is, why hasn't social media banned CNN for carrying this and banned her for promoting what she's going to say here? Check this out. Um, our vaccines are working exceptionally well. They continue to work well for Delta with regard to severe illness and death. They prevent it. But what they can't do anymore is prevent transmission. <gasps> they can't but do what it they anymore? can't do anymore is prevent transmission. But what they can't do anymore is prevent transmission. Okay, so I want to know from anybody out there, 
who continues to take these shots. Why are you continuing to why? I, you know, look, I get it. Some people are are not thinking about these things. They grew up in a world where, you know, we just go to the doctor, we get our shots, and blah blah blah. I get that. I was I was like that. I was like that. So I understand that mindset. But when they they're sitting here and tell you it no longer well, it, obviously it didn't stop transmissions in the first place because you guys kept coming up with all kinds of quote unquote variants. This is what I'm talking about, about what they're doing. They are lying. Here she is again, March 2021, and then in August 2021. Listen to what she's saying. Our data from the CDC today suggests, um, you know, that that vaccinated people do not carry the virus, don't get sick. Um, and, and that that's just it's nonsense. not just in the clinical trials, but it's also in real world. And that's data. a lie. Um, our vaccines are working exceptionally well. They continue to work well for Delta with regard to severe illness and death. They prevent it. But what they can't do anymore is prevent transmission. OK, so that's the that's the contrast of what we just played right there. But. I mean, the lies that, that we have, we got the Pfizer clinical trials. It was killing people and injuring people. And that was in the first document dump that they did, that the court said, no, you can't wait 75 years to show the American people. We need to see what it is now. Check this guy out. This is the director of CDC vaccine task force, Tom Shimabukuro. I want you to listen to what he says the shots were actually doing. We, we take vaccine safety um, very seriously. Uh, with, re with respect to um, reports of people experiencing um, debilitating illnesses, um, I mean, we, we, are, we are aware of these um, reports of, of people experiencing long-lasting health problems following COVID vaccination. Uh, in some cases, the clinical presentation of people suffering these health problems is variable and no specific medical cause for the symptoms have been found. Um, we understand that illness is disruptive and stressful, especially under those circumstances. And we acknowledge these health problems have substantially impacted the quality of life for people and have also affected those around them. And we hope, uh, for improvement and recovery. And we will continue to monitor the safety of these vaccines and, and work with partners to try to better understand these types of adverse events. There is no safe and effective vaccine, not one on the earth. They've all got something that shouldn't be in your body. All of them. And every one of them has adverse effects. Now, I want to ask you something. How many of you will play Russian roulette? How many of you will do that? If you got a smaller barrel you or a smaller uh, cylinder there, and you've got five shots, or if you got a larger one, you got six or more. How many of you are willing to play Russian roulette with your friends? That's what you're doing with these shots every time. And look, they're planning on letting another one go. They're planning on releasing something else, whether it's in the sky, whether it's in the water, in your food, whatever the case is. How many of you are going to go run out when they say, oh, we have we have a solution for it? You know, maybe Donald Trump gets back in office. Maybe. I don't know. I, I got to tell you, I think that whole scenario is just giving him more marketing to get the people behind him, put him back in the White House. See, they know how to manipulate the people. They really do.
Now he's being charged with racketeering and all this stuff. Let me tell you, you th those of you who are still worshiping Trump, let me tell you something. Listen, if it's real, if all of it's really going on, <clears throat> then the reason it's happening to Donald Trump is because he did not do his job in upholding the law against the criminals that he was telling you were so bad and treasonous and all this other. And he's telling you that stuff now, but he didn't do anything about it. He put the same swamp people in that were in there before. And I'm not going to get off on Trump, but just keep that in mind. Whoever, whenever, whichever president they release it under, they're going to come out and they're going to dump this kind of stuff again. They're going to take you. They're going to take your lives. They're going to take your money. They're going to do all that stuff. Then you remember this chick. This is the new CDC director, Mandy Cohen, talking about the policies they put forth. But, you know, when she was like, are you, are you going to let them have professional um, uh, football? Are you going to let them? Like, nope. And she's like, okay, neither are we, neither are we. Uh, Thanks, mom. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, it was like conversations like that. So, or, or I'd be like, so when are you going to think about lightening up a mess? They're like, they're like, next Monday. I'm like, okay, next Monday. <laughs> okay. See, these people think they're your mother and father. They think you can't care for, and look, there are some people I recognize who can't, they just can't function. They're adult adolescents, and they don't know how to take care of themselves. But for the majority of us, we know how to take care of ourselves, and we can do what we want within the confines of what God has presented as law. These people think they, they're, they're, delu they're delusional and psychopaths. This is another woman who needs to be arrested and tried for her crimes against the people and, um, and dealt with given a good neck stretch. This is the last video, and then I'm going to hold over just a little bit because I want to get these scriptures in here as well. Uh, but this is the last video I did. This was a top CDC official. I played this for you as well. I want you to hear what she says um, about certain ethnic groups in the United States who will not take the shots. Check this out. The solution. Every study published in the last five years, when you look at vaccine refusers, I'm not talking about, well, hesitants, most of them we can talk into coming to terms, but refusers. We'll just get rid of all the whites in the United States because Houston is the most diverse city in the entire United States. There are seven Asian languages spoken. Here's the question I have. Why would a person who would be considered Caucasian be saying we need to get rid of the whites? Is there something I'm missing here? Like, is this person part of the planet, <laughs> part of the earth? It, it, but what's going on here? This is the mindset of the psychopaths. These are the mindset of the people who are selling you the alleged virus and the alleged solution, the shot. We're going to continue this on sonsoflibertymedia.com, beforeitsnews.com, or Rumble, Sons of Liberty Radio Live. See you back here in the morning, 6 a.m., Lord willing. All right, I want to welcome everybody coming over from uh, Red State Talk Radio. And I, I just, I want to I want to give, there were a few verses that I wanted to to bring in in here because if you're if you're seeing the big picture here, you're seeing that they work just like their daddy. Because they're, they, they are of their daddy, the devil. That's what, that's, that's what they are. And what does John tell us about this? This is, comes from 2 John chapter 1 and verse 7. For many deceivers, many deceivers are entered into the world who confess not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh. 
or that God has come in the flesh. John 1, 1. Same writer. He's pointing out who Jesus is. God has come in the flesh. This is a deceiver and an antichrist. Now, none of these people buy into that. Their solution is always men. They have the same mindset of this guy, Noah Harari. All the Jesus rising from there, that's fake news. And um, they may pay some lip service, like James says, they may say, but then you watch what they do. And you see what these devils do. They lie and deceive you, and they give you sorceries, don't they? Mm-hmm. We're going to look at that in a minute. They're antichrists. I mean, there's no nice way to say it. They are antichrists. We're also told about false prophets. Now, Jesus speaks about those of his day, but again, we draw application from that, don't we? wasn't just he's saying it there, and there's no application beyond that. He does say it. We interpret it in, in the context of what he's talking about there. Then we apply it even to our day. Okay? But here's what he says. And this, and this is in the midst of him talking um, about uh, the difference between good and evil and these kinds of things. So let me read it in context. <clears throat> Excuse me, let me back up here just a second. Ask and it shall be given you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh receiveth. And he that seeketh findeth. And to him that knocketh it shall be opened. Or what man is there of you? Whom if his son ask bread, will he give him a stone? Or if he ask a fish, will he give him a serpent? If he, and look, there were guys who would do this stuff. That's, this is what the, the, the analogy he's using. But he's, he's pitting those wicked fathers, all right, versus our heavenly father. He says, if ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your father, which is in heaven, give good things to them that ask him? Think about that a second, friends. You know, James says that we have not because we ask not. And then when we ask, we ask so we can consume it upon our own lust, not so we can use it for the kingdom, not so we can use it to show love for uh, our, 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 the, our neighbors um, or even those of our own family, widows and such that we have, but to consume it upon our own selves. But we should be asking, asking everything, as John goes on to say, according to his will. And if we know it's according to his will, then we have the petition we have to ask of him what we're asking. Therefore, all things whatsoever ye would that men should do to you, do ye even so to them. For this is the law and the prophets. Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And many there be which go in thereat, because straight is the gate. And narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. Ye shall know them by their fruits. You'll know the false prophet by their fruits. Do men gather grapes of thorns or figs or thistles? Even so, every good tree bringeth forth good fruit, but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit, neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. For every tree that bringeth not, for, bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. Wherefore, by their fruits ye shall know them. What are the fruits of false prophets? 
their lies, their heresies, their deceptions. They are, and you see some of their character. We we went over it in Second Peter chapter two once, where he talks about they they have uh, the the eyes full of adultery. They 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 are after sexual favors and they're after money. That's the two things that they're after. That is what the, everything they do is based upon. That that that's your that's your fault. Well, let me ask you something. All these people you heard, Winlinski, Mandy Cohen, uh, the other guy, the, the other top CDC official, uh, Donald Trump, Joe Biden, Deborah Burks, Dr. Fauci, the Mockingbird Media, all promoting all this stuff. What do you think they are? They're false prophets. Have you ever thought about a false prophet in the way they are? If you go back and read Deuteronomy 13, read Deuteronomy 18, what you'll find is... Is their false prophets come in in two different flavors, and but they're they're still of their same the same daddy. The first flavor is they tell you something's going to happen and it does happen, but they lead you after a god you have not known. What are you to do with those guys? Yeah, you're to put them to death. You're not to fear them. That's part of the law. That's God's justice. His command is to not listen to them because God has put them in your midst to test you. To see if you love God and his commands, his statutes, and his judgments more than you do the flattering lips of sweet talker, Betty Crocker, false prophet. Okay? Then you have the second flavor of false prophets, which they tell you something's going to happen and it doesn't come to pass. Yep, you have a rock party with those guys. They get a permanent dirt nap. That's, that's the way it's laid out. So we have seen this. Why do we call for justice against the people who continually push this shot? And folks, I'm telling you, you guys who continually hang on to Trump, this guy has pushed it like nobody else. Nobody else. Even telling you people haven't died from it. I'm telling you right now, the deception is huge over the people. It's huge over the people. Here's another one. This comes from 1 Timothy chapter 4. The Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter time some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. If you don't think that the seducing spirits and doctrines of demons are working just as much in the Mockingbird media and the CDC and our government and all the other, just as much as they are in the church, well then open your eyes. But I, I think most of you, at least that listen here, See that, okay? You, ha you have your eyes open to that. Speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their consciences seared with a hot iron, forbidding, even going so far, now in the, the religious community, forbidding to marry, commanding to abstain from meats, which God hath created to be received with thanksgiving of them, which believe and know the truth. By the way, let me just throw this in. You guys know I was doing the juice thing. I'm gonna, I've got that up for, an, uh, uh, and leaving off animal protein, dairy, stuff like that. I've got that up for about another week and a half, and then I'm going to introduce small portions of meat back in. I've never told people not to eat meat, but I do think if you need a reboot of your body system, it's probably a good thing to abstain from that for a while. Well, are you forbidden meat? No, I'm just saying it's a good idea. If Jesus could fast 40 days before he began his ministry, that means he wasn't eating anything. And fasting is a good way to detox your body too. So there's a, for a period of time, that can be really good for your body. Kate was telling us what those things do and how they, you know, Dr. Vickers came on from the Gerson Center down there in Mexico City. And one of the things that he talked about was 
you remove that out just so you can get the body all the nutrients it can get, get all the bad stuff out of it. And then if you want to introduce portions later on after you come out of that, after you know they deal with cancer, he said anybody that comes down there, within six weeks, they'll be cancer-free. Simple as that. And all they're doing is diet supplements uh, and the coffee enemas, uh, which we're not going to talk about today. But you see, even the creatures that God has given, he's given them for good uh, for us. And in Genesis chapter 9 is where he introduced that, and he said, you can eat meat, right? And I'm, I'm guessing the reason was is because they, you know, they were going to have to plant things, and everything was killed by the, by the flood. They're going to have to plant things, and so they did have a couple extra animals on, their, on the ark. So assuming that probably some of those guys became the food for the family. Uh, he goes on and he says, for every creature of God is good. And by the way, uh, Mr. Wordsworth is correct when he points out that if you're looking for religious, one, the biggest in, uh, religious institution in the world, the Roman Catholic Church, they actually do these things. They forbid to marry. That's what they do with the nuns. That's what they do with the priests. In fact, as you go up the line, they're all supposed to be celibate, all those guys in the hierarchy. But we've got records where the popes were having bastard children. We've got where they would set up uh, uh, brothels and some of the nuns would become prostitutes and all. I mean, it's just, it's a wicked situation. And they have times where they forbid the eating of meat. And he says, for every creature of God is good. Nothing is to be refused if it is received with thanksgiving, for it is sanctified by the word of God in prayer. And this is the whole thing. If somebody opens up their home to you and you go in, whatever they put before you, don't ask where it came from. Just say, thank you. Thank the Lord for it. Ask him to bless it and eat it. Okay? It's, it's, not a, it's not difficult. Look, if your conscience bothers you, then don't eat it. Just don't eat it. Um, but if it's put before you, be thankful for it. That's what he's pointing out. Then, passage you've all come to know. And that is in Revelation 18.23. And the use of the term sorceries. The light of that candle shall shine no more at all in thee, and the voice of the bridegroom and of the bride shall be heard no more at all in thee, for thy merchants were the great men of the earth, for by thy sorceries were all the nations deceived. And we've talked about this before, but if there's new listeners who come in and you haven't heard it, the word sorceries is the Greek word pharmakia. So we get the word pharmacy is where we would get the term for, you know, drug, for drugs. And I do make a distinction. Drugs, if you make it, it's a drug. I mean, if you, if you put it through a process, synthesize it, it's got synth synthetics in it. That is a drug. If it grows out of the ground, that's real medicine. That's real food. Go back to Genesis chapter 1. Anything coming out of the ground, whatever's coming out of the trees, the bushes, as Kate says, if, it, if, it, if, it looks, if it's in a box, don't get it. Uh, but if it comes off the tree, if it comes off a bush, you can pick it off a bush. If you slaughter it yourself, any of those kinds of things, that's real food. That's real medicine for your body. But if you're putting it through a, a, a process here, that's a whole different thing. And if you'll notice, I'll let you figure out on your own, if you'll notice, they make illegal and lawful those things that come from Big Pharma that are manufactured with all these poisons, toxins, and all the other, the sorceries that they manufacture, they make that okay. But God forbid you grow certain substances to take care of your family when they're sick. God forbid that you grow that. 
We'll raid your house over it. We'll, and whatever we find there, we're going to tax you on it too, and we'll throw you in jail over it for what God has made. I'll let you figure out. There's a couple of things that I'm thinking of specifically uh, they want to restrict, that government wants to control. It's none of their business, but they will push the sorceries of Big Pharma on an unsuspecting population. And here's the final one. So you've got all this deception, right? You've got all this deception going on. How do you know the difference? How can you tell what the truth is from what the lies are? Well, I'll go back to our interview uh, that I played on Monday that was supposed to be played Saturday with Bob Sisson. You have to know your Bible. You, you've got to be in the Word. If you're not in the Word, you're, you're going to be, you're just, you're going to be taken by the lies. You just are. So the Bible tells us what the answer to this is. John chapter 14. Remember, Jesus is building his disciples up, getting ready for his departure. And he says this, Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. For in my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there ye may be also. So he's going to comfort the disciples saying, look, I'm going to go away for a little while. But it's okay. I'm going to come back and I'm going to get you. And I've got a place for you. I'm going to prepare a place for you. And I'm going to come back and get you. And whither I go, ye know, and the way ye know. Remember, the first, the, 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 the early, what we call Christians, they were first called Christians in Antioch is what the book of Acts tells us. But if you, if you recall, they were first known as followers of the way. That's how they were known followers of the way. And he says this, and the way you know. And Thomas saith unto him, remember this is the guy who, who, would, who would doubt that Jesus was really resurrected from the dead. Thomas saith unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? And Jesus said unto him, I am the way. I am the way. Then he says, I'm the truth. So if, if, if there is truth, who does that belong to? The person who is the truth. I mean, Jesus talked about he's the door, he's the resurrection, he's the life, he's the truth, he's the way. He's the good shepherd. He's all of these things. And he goes on and he says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. If ye had known me, ye should have known my Father also. And from henceforth, ye know him, and have seen him. And Philip saith unto him, Lord, show us the Father, and it sufficeth us. And Jesus saith unto him, Have I been so long time with you, and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He that hath seen me hath seen the Father, and how sayest thou then, Show us the Father? Believest thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? Now, let me ask you something, because some people get this all mixed up and they go, oh, well, Jesus is the Father and the Father is Jesus. I want to ask you something. If you're in Christ and Christ is in you, does that make you Jesus? Just asking, just to move away some clutter here. No. He has set a place there and he has shown us 
that the way we walk through this world is by knowing the truth. We are discerning. We need a worldview. We need the filter of the scriptures over our eyes and our ears so that we may be able to be discerning. Okay, so I didn't want to leave you without any hope. All this stuff is bad stuff. I get it. Uh, Most of you are wise to it. And I'm thankful to God there is still a remnant of people who actually are discerning. Uh, There's a remnant who actually love the Lord and they get in the scriptures and they speak the truth. Praise God for that. Praise God for that. We're going to end the show and I want to encourage you, come back tomorrow. Um, I've got a, a new... A uh, friend in Mary Lou Mulcahy spoke with her yesterday and uh, her her son's fiance. And there is a gentleman by the name of David Schmidt. He's a Christian man. He has developed this. It's literally a patch, but there's no chemicals that come into your body or anything. And he has learned to use frequency and what your body produces to regenerate the stem cells of your body. You're going to find this really fascinating. Um, by the time you're 30, you, ha- you start off with millions, literally, of stem cells. And then by the time you're 30, you have used up half of them. By the time you're 60, you only have about 10% left. He has found a way, and he's put it out there for years. Most people haven't even heard of it. It's been out there for years. And it literally has the ability to reverse aging. I, I've seen I've seen the studies. I've seen the images of people, including the lady you're going to have on. Maybe she'll show some of those of before and after using this just after a couple of months. It's absolutely incredible. And it reminded me of what the scripture talked about, about when a person gets old, there'll be a time when a person's, you know, a hundred, they die at a hundred, but they look like they're a young person. And it makes me wonder if there is, and I believe in real science, that, that follows after what the creator does. So this is just using what's in your body. So it ought to be really interesting. All of it was interesting to me uh, when we were at Red Pill Expo. Bob had to come get me because I just got so into looking at the documentation on what this stuff does. And they've got several things. But um, it, it, she's a Christian. The guy who developed is a Christian. He's And I got word yesterday that he will be introducing in October a new something. I don't know what it's going to be. But they claim that they, and and when he tests stuff, he tests it between like 10 and 20 years before he ever puts it out to market. He wants to make sure it's doing what it's doing and it's not harming anybody, which is something the CDC doesn't care about. They'll tell you about all the adverse effects and all the bad stuff, but he's going to put something out that it actually works between three seconds and three minutes. And I said, boy, I'd like to have that for my eyeballs so I don't have to have glasses to see far off. And she says, it's funny you say that because some of the hints he was dropping seemed to go that route, but I guess we'll find that out. But she'll be here with us in the morning, Lord willing. And I think you're going to like what you hear from her because it's it's absolutely amazing. And the people, uh, her and her uh, son's fiance were just wonderful people to us, very educated on the subject. And uh, it's really amazing. So I want to bring that to you because I want, I want solutions uh, to things. So we're going to bring, you saw the video yesterday uh for Paymon Montehele I hope I said his name correctly with Freedom Law School on uh he's um, we're going to try to get him on next week and then Friday we're going to do an interview today I didn't get to do the one with Mark Grennan I've sent him messages I don't know if something bad happened to him if maybe they took away his phone privileges or whatever he never called yesterday so be in prayer for Mark 
Uh, maybe we can get him. Maybe we can get that interview going and bring him back on. He and his he and his sons were convicted over selling bleach. That's what they call chlorine dioxide. It's and the way they manipulate the pictures to show you the the chlor the sodium chloride bucket and all that was just it was just absolutely ridiculous. And then Friday, Lord willing, we're going to do the interview today. But Friday, we're going to air it, uh, Lord willing. John Richardson, he's got it. If you want to go ahead and check it out, uh, there's a place called RNC Store. RNC store that has nothing to do with Republican National Committee, okay? But RNC store, and he does vitamin B17 products. So if you remember, we had e uh, G. Edward Griffin on about the world without cancer. Uh, vitamin B17 was the big thing. I got a whole big bag of apricot seeds. You should have watched, you should have seen my wife eat one of those. She was like, oh, that's just so bitter. Um, and, and these are a lot more bitter than the stuff I get out of the ones I eat uh, because they have this floral kind of taste on the end. Anyway, you'll, you'll enjoy this guy too. Uh, and the information, you know, it all goes back to the old paths. Genesis one, what did he give us? You know, the seed bearing plants and the fruits and the vegetables and the things that grow out of the ground and all that's what God gave to us. That's what he gave to us. And it's kind of interesting. I'm just going to throw this on because it's just kind of coming to mind. Before I close out the show, it's really interesting to me now that I think about it. God gave them everything, all that stuff that comes out of the ground, all that stuff that grows off the trees and the tree of life. He gave that to Adam and Eve, but he said, of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, don't do it. Now stop and think about that a second. Not just the good and evil, but look at what springs forth from that. Men trying to do things to replicate what God has done, and they, for lack of a better term, they bastardize what God has in the creation. And what does it bring about? It brings about death. The very things we're talking about here, the toxins, the vaccines, all that, that's, what, that's man's attempt at doing what only God can do. And that is truly bring healing. Man may bring heal what he thinks is healing for a short time, but eventually it comes back in almost every case, unless the person is going to go the route back to the old paths of what God said to do in the first place. Anyway, that was just a thought there. Lord willing, I'm going to see you back in here in the morning. Mary Lou Mulca. Okay. He, I had some people, I had to say their name several times before I did the interview. So I messed it up. Don't miss that. I'm telling you, this is a game changer. This is much like chlorine dioxide is for taking out the bad bacteria. This is for building up the body's stem cells. I'm told you can replenish all of your stem cells over a period of months, depending on your age with these patches. And I've got them for my mom with Parkinson's, my son with the leaky gut. Um, I've got some for myself. Uh, we had some samples at the thing and just the difference of wearing one was tremendous. I mean, it really was. So, um, anyway, you guys tune back in tomorrow and we're going to have her on here and be sure to share it with your friends and, uh, we'll see you then catch Bradley at three. Adios.